No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the third Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalm 25, where David seeks guidance and forgiveness. He observes that the secret of the Lord is with those who fear Him. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Psalm 25 is an acrostic, meaning that each verse begins with a successive letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Probably David wrote it this way so that it could be more easily memorized. Psalm 25. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Indeed, let no one who waits on you be ashamed. Let those be ashamed who deal treacherously without cause. David lifts his soul to the Lord. God had proven himself faithful to deliver David in the past, so now that he was troubled again, he lifts his soul to the only one who could save him. When our soul is downcast, we must find a way to lift it before the throne of grace. David's fear was that he would be ashamed. Having started well as the anointed king of Israel, he wants to finish well. So he prays that God would keep him from being ashamed and then expands this prayer toward everyone who waits on God. This is a position of meekness and patiently waiting for God's vindication rather than taking matters into his own hands. Now, David had many enemies. No doubt he heard their voices in his head at night, so he prays that they won't triumph over him. He also prays that those who are treacherous would be ashamed. This becomes an imprecatory psalm, meaning that David calls for God to judge his enemies whom he considers to be enemies of the Lord. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you I wait all the day. Now this is what I love about David. As a man after God's own heart, he desires to know his ways. It is natural for people to want their own way, but it is wise to seek God's ways. David had learned that God knows best. But it isn't always easy to discern the Lord's way. So David prays that God would show him his ways and teach him his paths. Are we teachable? Closely related to God's ways is God's truth. Jesus told his disciples that the Holy Spirit would guide them into all truth. With so many lies being propagated in our world today, I have prayed much lately that the Holy Spirit would guide me into his truth. David said, you are the God of my salvation. I like this because it is so personal. David trusted the Lord to save him from every situation. He said, on you, I wait all the day. What does that mean? We wait upon God in service, in worship, in expectancy, and in trust throughout the day, every day. Remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindnesses, for they are from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to your mercy, remember me. For your goodness sake, 
O Lord. Now, David was bothered by his sins. Even the old sins of his youth haunted him like ghosts from the past. Therefore, David reminds the Lord of his tender mercies and loving kindnesses that stretch into the distant past. Because God is immutable, his past acts of mercy and kindness set the precedent on which we may appeal to God for mercy and kindness today. David pleads with God to forget the sins and transgressions of his youth. Sin is missing the mark and is unintentional. Transgression is knowing something is wrong and doing it anyway. David knew that he needed forgiveness for both sins and transgressions. Godly sorrow over our sins and transgressions leads to confession and forgiveness. But if we cover over them, then we won't prosper. And if we don't repent and turn to the Lord for salvation, then they will arise to condemn us on the day of judgment. But how blessed is the person who confesses his sins and finds complete forgiveness through the blood of Jesus Christ. Some people feel so guilty over a failure that they tell you they're sorry multiple times. With God, one sincere confession is sufficient for God to remember your sins no more. So don't let the devil remind you of what God has forgotten. David wants the Lord to remember him according to his mercy and goodness. Don't we all? Having received God's mercy and goodness for ourselves, we ought to be quick to pass it on to others. Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he teaches sinners in the way, the humble he guides in justice, and the humble he teaches his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth, to such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. Because God is always good and upright, David could count on him to always act consistently with his own character. David observes that God teaches sinners in the way. Jesus didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Don't think that you are too far gone for God to stoop down and teach you. The only thing required is a broken heart. After committing adultery and murder, David prayed in Psalm 51, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. If you are sincerely sorrowful over your sin, then call on the name of the Lord and confess your sin to him. He will forgive you, remove your guilt, and teach you in the right way. The humble, he guides in justice. If we will keep the Lord's covenant, then all his paths for us will be mercy and truth. Yes, at times the way is difficult. It was difficult for Christ. But we can count on abundant provisions of grace to help us make it through. David was concerned not only for his own conscience, but also for God's reputation. He asks for pardon for the sake of the Lord's name. He wants the world to see just how forgiving God is truly is. Who is the man that fears the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way he chooses. 
He himself shall dwell in prosperity, and his descendants shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. David asked the question, who is the man that fears the Lord? You know, if we fear God, then we need not fear anything else. If we fear God, we don't have to fear COVID. We don't have to fear the government. If we fear God, then God will direct our steps. He will not allow anything to touch us that he hasn't permitted by his sovereign, loving hand, and he will be with us to help guide us through it. That doesn't mean that we don't take wise precautions or don't do our part, but it does mean that we aren't ruled by fear. If you fear God, then God will teach you in the way he chooses. I know of no greater thought to comfort me through times of uncertainty than to know that God has a perfect plan for my life, my family, and my church. He is bringing it about and will show me the way if I am teachable. David says that if we fear God, then we will prosper and our descendants will inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with those who fear him. I love this verse because it speaks of the intimacy we have with God. As you tell secrets to your spouse that you share with no one else, so God shares his heart with those whom he loves. Jesus told his disciples, No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all things that I heard from my father I have made known to you. Therefore, David's eyes were ever toward the Lord. He didn't want to miss anything the Lord wanted to show him. It's easy for us to get our eyes on this world and then stop hearing his voice. So get your eyes off the world and onto Christ, and soon your ears will open to his intimate secrets. David had confidence that God would pluck his feet out of the net. Truly, the devil strategically lays out the net to trap us. But our Savior will pluck us out when we call on his name. Turn yourself to me and have mercy on me, for I am desolate and afflicted. The troubles of my heart have enlarged. Bring me out of my distresses. Look on my affliction and my pain and forgive all my sins. Listen to all the distressing words David uses to describe his condition desolate, afflicted, enlarged troubles, distresses, pain, and sins. Some of these may have come as the consequence of sin, but sometimes they are just the ordinary trials of life. When you are surrounded by troubles and emotionally distraught, don't let Satan beat you up with accusations and condemnation. Remember the confidence we have in Romans 8.33, who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died, and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Remember your great advocate in heaven who points to his blood atonement on your behalf before the great judge. Consider my enemies, for they are many, and they hate me with cruel hatred. Keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in you. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. 
David entrusted his enemies to the Lord's care, for it was his to repay. He prays that God will keep his soul. When we are unable to keep ourselves for God, let us trust him to keep us for himself, and he will surely do it. As David waits for the Lord to act, he prays that integrity and uprightness would preserve him. This is the proper way to wait for God. And when the answer comes, we will be ready to receive it. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all their troubles. David ends the psalm looking beyond himself and praying that God would redeem all Israel. Likewise, may we let our personal petitions grow to encompass our nation, how our nation needs the mercy, truth, and guidance of Almighty God. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll look at Psalm 26, where David prays for God to examine and prove him, for he has walked in integrity. He also prays that God would redeem his life. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.